Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. How's it going Thursday evening? Thursday evening, another day in paradise down here on Earth, (laughs) where the demons seem to be running amok. Yes. Uh, So my messages, my inbox is filled with people who have lost jobs, who are walking off of jobs, uh, people who are serving in the military, parents of people who are serving in the military, um, people being dishonorably discharged, threatened with all kinds of interesting things, not the least of which is court-martial for uh, those who are currently serving in our United States military for not wanting to take a, quote, vaccine, uh, any of them, uh, against their will. And this is a problem. On top of that, you have Congress uh, shoving through legislation that effectively uh, disarms our men and women who have served in the military. I mean, I, you can't even make this stuff up. So like I said last night on my show, when the enemy strikes, it is normally a rain shower. Uh, sometimes it's just one giant nuclear explosion. Uh, and, and what I see happening kind of on the conservative side of the aisle is a lot of um, grenade dropping Grenade dropping as opposed to grenade throwing because because people are so disoriented at the moment. All of this is proverbial speaking, proverbially speaking, of course. But people are so inundated and <clears throat> excuse me with this barrage of, of of assaults. Everything from you know shipping containers that were five thousand dollars are now thirty thousand dollars. You have hundreds of tankers sitting off the coast of. Uh, California that it's been sitting there for over a week or longer uh, who cannot get into port. So, so this is a deliberate squeeze on you and all of this vaccine mandate thing stuff, all the healthcare workers being let go, police officers, as you see it roll through, these are mandates. We covered this last night, right? They're not laws. And many of you are fighting back and I'm so proud of you for doing so. There are many legal teams. Remember, remember, uh, about six months ago, I warned you guys to get your lawfare in order, right? Because because this is a tactic of the left is lawfare. Lawfare is strategically a part of warfare, right? And if you think about it in spiritual terms, you know that the enemy of our souls um, is the king of legalese because he abides by the letter of the law and demands that you do as well. Whatever I say abides by, I mean, obviously Satan does not, uh, or Lucifer has never uh, uh, been bound to any part of God's law, quite honestly, uh, but he uh, enforces it upon you. <laughs> That's what a spirit of religion does, because a spirit of religion is birthed in the bowels and the belly of hell. That's where they come from. That's where it comes from, right? So, so what you see right now is the left in imposing things that are actually not even real laws, like mandates. It's a mandate. It's not a law. But what they're doing is making your life difficult. So for instance, 
Uh, and this requires a little bit of uncomfort on your part because it's not enough. And I was guilty of it too for a moment to get on Twitter and be like, I won't comply. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And then whenever it came time to, you know, go shopping, if I, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be confronted. And so I was like, you know what, what the hell? I'm just gonna put the mask on. That's not that big of a deal. And, but I quickly realized that the signal that I was sending is that I will comply. That is the message. There's no other message that you send other than, oh, you know, they want you to think the message you're sending is that you care and you're a good citizen and you see everyone as equitable and, you know, you respect other people and no, no, and no, all of that is antichrist rhetoric because it's not even rooted in love at all, because none of this is rooted in reality, which is the truth. Remember, our word lesson last night was truth. And in the Greek, the word truth means reality. And nothing about what is happening right now is reality-based. Nothing. COVID numbers, COVID deaths, COVID reinfections, COVID first-time infections, COVID vaccination reports, pregnant women, uh, non-pregnant women can never get pregnant now because of vaccine women. I mean, you name it, sterilizing men, not sterilizing men. It is all over the board. The CDC says this one minute, five minutes later, you know, this chick gets her cycle and she gives you another piece of information that is all disinformation. And and so it's deliberate so that you, who, uh, you know, the World Health Organization, you've got the CDC, you have these organizations where it's just like, bam, 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 bam. And your psyche is like, well, what did my radio coach tell me? A confused mind always says no. Or... A, conf- a confused mind says, yes, yeah, so either you're going to say yes to all the confusion and no to your liberty, or you're going to say no to the confusion and yes to your liberty. Those are your two choices. So with that, it is very easy for us to fall over into the compliance uh, side of this equation. And when we do, the message is we are compliant. So they move the goalposts just a little bit further down the field. So in my humble opinion, this is what I do in my everyday, you know, roaming around shopping like today, for instance, uh, I live in Fulton County, Georgia, and uh, I know, thank you for your condolences ahead of time. And there are signs on, on both stores I went into today that said, according to state county, see, they've gotten craftier, uh, but, uh, in, in accordance with state county or city mandates, you are required to wear masks while shopping in our store. And I thought, hmm, okay, well, I have a mask in my purse and I'm not going to wear it because I've already made that decision and I'm here to spend money. And if you don't want my money, that's fine. I'll go somewhere else where I don't have to wear a mask. But I'm not, and if I can't do it in person, then I'll just order something online because I'm not going to wear a mask. I have, I, my feet are firmly planted in the ground. I'm not going to do that because A, I do not believe in fake science at all. And we all know, we were told from the very beginning, and we know now that it does not cut down on the transmission thereof. And we see what now what they're doing with our children. Now your babies are legitimately stuck in masks at school. And how many of you are pounding sand around the country right now? How many of you are actually now making the time to show up at your boards of education and pounding sand over your children being abused at the hands of your school boards. 
many of you, thousands of you, tens of thousands of you, and kudos to you for doing so. It would have been a lot easier not to slide down this slope, this greasy slope, had we not given room at all to the enemy, not even a little bit. So I marched my cute little strappy sandal self right on into that store today and I was looking for a few items and I, and I, I just walked right in. Everyone else in the store had on a mask. I did not. I was, I'm fully peripherally aware of my surroundings always. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, let's see, um, you know, let's see if anyone confronts me. But I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't going to be belligerent. I'm not going to start a fight. You're not going to video me being ridiculous. I'm just, you know, going on about my business. And people, no one said anything to me. And I saw everyone else with a mask. And what's interesting is that you see people and they're kind of like, huh. I saw all the ladies were masked. There were a couple of dudes who came in. And this is actually like a home goods store. And so a couple of dudes come in and, you know, they've got their mask wrapped around their um, wrist. But they're not wearing it. Okay, so they look at me, I look at them, and it's almost like the Jeep Club. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you have a Jeep or you got a, a Harley, you know, you ride bikes or you, you know, some, some, it's like some cool club, right? Well, now those of us who don't wear masks, we're kind of like, hey, what's up? <laughs> because it's like, oh, okay, there's more of us, right? It's almost like we've lived through the zombie apocalypse and we're coming out to gather our goods and we look at each other like, hey, okay, yeah, I gotcha. I see you. I see you. And so I didn't have a mask around my wrist, my ankle, my tush, nothing. I'm like, whatever, I'm here. And if you don't want me to shop here, that's cool. I'll just put my stuff down and head on out. So I, I had to ask, uh, this lady said, hey, how, how are you doing? And I knew she was coming. She worked there and I knew what she was going to do. And I said, I'm good. Thank you. How are you, ma'am? And she's like, I'm good, I'm good. And I said, hey, by the way, do you know where these particular candles are? And uh, she said, oh, yeah, I think they're right over here. And by the way, I have a gift for you. And she very politely pointed to it. She held up a mask. I was like, oh, well, thank you. And she said, she, uh-huh, no problem. And she walks back over to the cash register, and I just kept on about my business. I was like, you know, I any kind of an ugly exchange or up yours, or I don't have to wear a mask. You know, all these things go through your head because you're like, how? Because you got to be prepared because someone's likely going to confront you. So you should be prepared for what your reaction is going to be. In my prep time, my reaction is going to be kind. I've just decided that it's going to be kind because it's not worth my blood pressure going through the roof. So. And it actually feeds into their narrative that anyone who's not wearing a mask is just, you know, a jerk. So we don't care. So I don't give them any oxygen at all for that crap. So I go on about my business and lo and behold, I needed to find something else. So, so I walk over toward the register and I'm like, hey, excuse me, can you tell me where blah, blah, blah is? And she told me she never said another word to me about, hey, by the way, ma'am, you need to have a mask on in our store. She never confronted me again. I got everything I needed and I checked out and she's legitimately behind, I don't know, about an eighth of an inch of plexiglass and a mask, right? All this, all this. And so their little, you know, card thing is covered in plastic and, you know, I mean, it's just crazy nuts stuff where I'm like, all right, do you, I'm going to do me. Okay. So then I go into another store. And all these young people working there, it's a Halloween store. It's like straight up, uh, just all Halloween stuff. And I had to pick up something in particular. So I go in and, and there's a sign, the same sign on the door. And I'm like, okay, here we go. 
And uh, I was like, hey, you know, I come in and I don't try to hide and scurry by. I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm, I'm very friendly, outgoing. How's it, how you doing? And if someone says, ma'am, uh, you know, we have mask requirements, I'll be like, oh, okay, well, you know, as I've told you guys with the nail salon that I no longer patron, uh, patronize, um, it's, uh, we, you know, why you know wear masks? Because I don't wear masks. Well, everybody else wears masks. I'm like, okay, well, that's good for them. You know wear masks, you like your service. I was like, okay, cool. You know, love you guys. Been coming here for four years. And if my business doesn't mean that much to you, then I will take it somewhere else. It's okay. It's just okay. And so, but in reality, it's really not okay. But but here's what's worse on the not okay spectrum. You complying on any level with this stuff is not okay, in my humble opinion. If you want this to stop, you have to stop complying right now on mass. And like I said, my approach is to be very kind and, and generous and understanding that I may get evicted from someone's establishment. And I'm not going to pound a whole bunch of sand over that. I already have a strategy for how I'm going to purchase what I need to purchase somewhere else. So I take my piece and ultimately I feel like we draw unto ourselves, you know, what we're afraid of or what we're looking for. or We're looking for the fight, you know, and so we're always, we find the fight because we're looking for it, right? And if somebody's wanting to take you on, they will. Or, you know, like mind my own business, get my little toenails done. And this girl just had a fit because I would not do what everyone else in the salon was doing. So when you see what's happening in New York, right, you see other states that are just out of control with these mask man mandates <laughs> um, and vaccinations. And, you know, now OSHA is involved again. I mean, God bless you people who are got class action suits going. The lawfare is, you know, it is rolling. And uh, we knew that was going to happen because that's how the left and that's how the enemy's kingdom, as well as, you know, people on the right who have perpetuated this stuff. Something I got to tell you, you know, I watch people like Marsha Blackburn. And if you follow me at all on Twitter, you know, I do not give that woman a moment's rest whenever her stuff happens to come upon my feed because I don't follow her. So I don't know how this stuff ends up on my feed, but it does. And, you know, just this constant whining about the Biden administration and she's going to be all tough and she's not the only one. You got Mitch McConnell and all these others, you know, these just sour patch kids who they're children, they're children and they certified this election they certified it with all of the stuff that we see coming out now. A lot of that was already in the forefront of, of facts and data and evidence before January 20th, before January the 6th, long before that. And they knew it. And they all stood there and lied to you and told you that they were not going to certify the election. And then miraculously, miraculously, how much sense does it make to you that even if they thought the insurrection were real, even if they really believe that, I'm going to tell you for me personally, if I was a sitting U.S. Congresswoman at the time of January 6th 
and the Capitol had been breached or people were in there, you know, stargazing in the rotunda, which is what most of the, the videos I've seen appears. I don't know what the heck was going on on the backside of that mess. I, I All I've seen are just video clips here and there because, you know, the FBI will not release the 20,000 gabillion hours of video footage that they have, obviously for a reason, <laughs> while these political prisoners sit in prison over this, I mean, we are out of control. We are literally out of control. Okay. I'm a, U, I'm a sitting U.S. Congresswoman, and I can see with my own eyes and hear with my own ears what has occurred. And I have promised you as my constituency that I'm not going to certify this election, that I'm going to stand by the fact that we believe that there were irregularities uh, in mass amounts of just stuff that went on, right? And therefore, therefore, I'm not going to vote to certify this election. You think that because of whatever all that confusion was on January 6th, you think there's anything but the second coming of Christ that would, that would, uh, that would dictate to me that I needed to switch my vote? Really? I mean, anyone who would have thought for two seconds that President Trump was behind that was never on Team Trump. It is impossible for you to have um, been a legislator for that length of time for for him to have endorsed you, Kelly Leffler, for 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 him to have spent time with you, for him to have gotten to know you and vice versa, for you to have seen what he did for the country for four years, it is impossible for you to have misjudged or assigned that level or lack of character to Donald J. Trump regarding January the 6th. It is impossible for you to have done that unless someone got to you or you already knew before you ever got there that you were going to certify the election. You will never convince me otherwise. So when I see people rock the vote, Kelly Leffler's running around, you know, her big bird self running around the state of Georgia now telling people, we got to get out and rock the vote. And, you know, I'm like, oh, we're going to rock the, you're going to register people to vote. Oh, good for you. That's wonderful. Too bad you didn't have the stones to actually do the right thing on January the 6th, 2020. One. I mean, yeah, too bad for the entire world. I wonder if these people actually go to bed at night and look around the globe or, or see all these uh, freighters out in, in the middle of, you know, off, off the shores of, of Los Angeles. They see supply chains dwindling. They see food costs running through the roof. They see uh, our borders are porous and sick and trafficked people are pouring in over here that now we're going to get to take care of. We see that the IRS has been weaponized. We see the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, DHS, all of them have been weaponized. Every single agency has been weaponized against law-abiding, tax-paying American citizens of this country. I wonder how these people sleep at night. Don't you? 
So you'll forgive me if I'm like, spare me with your brouhaha on Twitter and you're going to get on to General Milley in front of the whole world. Sit down. These people are, un- they are unconscionable. It, it is positively mind-blowing to me that someone could have done what they all did on January the 6th. Then I'll get out here and tweet to you on the hour, hourly on the daily, about how awful this administration is. I mean, do the rest of you see that? I know you do. If you listen to my show, you do. And then someone tried to accuse me of treason on my Twitter page. I always, that's always a real, that's a hoot nanny for me. There's your good old-fashioned Southern ridiculousness. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, because I use the term regime. Uh, so for eight years of Obama, I'm pretty sure I used the exact, no, for f- at least four of the eight years of Obama, uh, cause that's how long it took me to realize what was going down. Um, I was like regime because that's exactly what we had because anytime someone starts with totalitarianism that, that were in the tyranny and the actual treason and sedition, um, you know, uh, and weaponizing all of our institutions and our agencies against us, that's a regime. That's not treasonous. And what people will try to do is trip you up into telling you what you said, even though that's not what you said. Telling you telling you what you meant because of what you said. Oh, well, you're trying to overthrow the government. I've never said that. A lot of my followers have said it's time to do something. I have never one time said we should overthrow our government. I have not said that because I'm of the opinion that we do not currently have a legitimate government. So why would I encourage you to overthrow it? I'm leaving this in God's hands. And however God works all of that out is exactly how it's going to be worked out. And the beauty of that is knowing that God does not leave justice unfulfilled. It may tarry, but it will not stand. Now, I'm not saying that we're not going to go through some really rough times coming up because we could. Or as God's children, we could, you know, like one of my pastors said the other night, stand on top of the clouds and speak to this mess and know that the wealth of the wicked is is stored up for the children of righteousness, which would be us as believers. And what are we going to do with that wealth? What are we doing right now to get into position in order to serve the needs of others with God's wealth, actually with the wealth of the wicked that is stored up? What are we doing to get in a position for that? And ultimately, I really need God's riches right now and his wealth and treasure in peace and joy, compassion, mercy, grace, you know, being on fire for righteousness. I need all of that. Those are the riches I need. And I know the rest of you do too. And the rest of it will follow. And how do I know that? Because the word says, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is, you know, part of the quote that a lot of people leave out, his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, right? And then we're reminded that he knows every hair on our head. I mean, gosh, if he knows the lily and he knows the birds and not a single bird, you know, we sing these things, right? Our old spirituals, we sing them, his eyes on the sparrow. But when it comes to us, it's like, well, his eyes on the sparrow, but it ain't on Monica, <laughs> His eye might be on the sparrow, but I don't know about John, right? 
I don't know about my kids and my family. That's what we do. So listen, Gretchen Smith, you may know her. Gretchen uh, runs um, Code of Vets, and I'm sure you're very familiar with her. And she is. Uh, she tweeted today, one company in Middle Tennessee has gone from paying $3,500 per shipping container to 25000 in a matter of months, looking at 30000 soon. Also, what will this company do when the cost of shipping container is more than the products? Most companies are facing this crisis. And her husband is a VP of a global supply chain company. So whenever I say you may want to consider, um, you know, uh, stocking up some things in your home, again, you know, look at the ant, look at the squirrel, you know, they see the different seasons are changing and they know what it is that they need to do. I love this. Sean Rich says, I'd estimate well above 90% of Republicans and Democrats are either leveraged, blackmailed, or bought and paid for by entities outside of our country. You want to know why we have a shit show on our hands? Because almost every one of them answered to someone other than we the people. What did I just say to you? That's John Rich from the group, uh, uh, Big and Rich Country Group. And he's a wonderful dude. Great group, by the way. But he's on Twitter. And I, and I love his thought process because it's 100,000% true. And so how does that get remedied? And I got to tell you all something. There are many people who know this to be true. And they're so excited to have a seat at the king's table. They would never, they would never give up on Brian Kemp or Marsha Blackburn and the others. Never, because they enjoy the steak and lobster that they get and the red carpet treatment they get. And because they have access to someone via text message, email, whatever they, it's some, it's a form of access. They think they have, it's not even real. Again, it's not real because your access doesn't mean you actually have power. Doesn't mean you get anything done unless you have leverage or blackmail or extortion over these people, because that's how they operate. This is exactly how these folks operate. Not, I agree with him. 90% of Republicans and Democrats are either leveraged, blackmailed, or bought and paid for by outside entities of our, of our country. And it doesn't take much of a search. And I can tell you these things, and, and, but still some of you will tweet, oh, the incompetency. I cannot believe how incompetent. Stop it. Don't ever use that word again. With regard to this political climate that we're in now, never, never use that. No one in a in a position of power is incompetent right now. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing. I cannot stress that enough. So, you know... I'm going to have Angela Stanton King on with me tomorrow and she's doing some great work. I got to tell you, she's also just landed a new show. She's going to tell you all about that. Uh, but, uh, almost more importantly, you know, Angela and, and I share the same spiritual, uh, mama, spiritual godmother in Alveda King. And, um, huh, and let me tell you, uh, mama King's got her hands full with both of us. You can trust that. And Angela, boy, you get me and Angela on the phone and that's a whole other rodeo. So I really look forward to having her on. She is someone who has been through life. You may not know this, but she was pardoned by President Trump. 
Um, she ran for Congress here in the state of Georgia. She has, uh, she fights like nobody's business for the rights of children to remain innocent and out of the hands of the trans world and everyone trying to cut off and reassign and fluidity. And, you know, I mean, it's a mess and she is a fighter. She is a truth speaker. She is on fire for the Lord. She's on fire for this country. And if she's going down, she's going down swinging, and she'll tell you that for herself, and she's taking about five people with her. So I look forward to having her uh, tomorrow. They have an event scheduled. She and her group have an event scheduled uh, for Saturday. Um, I believe it's in Jersey. And uh, they're getting the word out about you know informing people about their um about their rights with regard to mandates. (laughs) And so I really appreciate her effort, and she's going to tell you more about it on tomorrow's show. And uh, you'll be able to live stream that as well across the country on Saturday, on October October the 2nd. Uh, But, you know, just a a lively conversation that we had this evening. And, uh, you know, I really hope that you guys have a support network like I do. I really do because you're not going to make it without one. You're not, you're you will not remain intact. Whether it's your physical health, mental, spiritual, emotional, you will not be able to make it intact without a network of individuals and your spouses are wonderful. And I'm so grateful that you have a spouse, but it is really important to allow other people to pour into you. We're about to hit a season. I believe when the way I think you're going to see God show up is, you know, well, we're all waiting for the clouds to part. I think, you know, if I always tell married people this, they're like, well, I'm not even sure if God's in our marriage anymore. I'm like, well, is God inside of you? And you just see people like, well, what does that mean? I'm like, does God dwell inside of you? Yes. I think so. Okay. Well, then God is in your marriage. Are you submitting and saying amen and yielding to God, to the God in you through his word, through knowledge and understanding? Are you submitting to him and bringing him into your marriage through you? No. I'm like, okay, well, there you go. (laughs) So, It's important to have a community. You know, the left has hijacked the term village, and I actually like village. And and God knows if you're on the right, you can't say the word tribe because now you're a tribalist, right? Can't even say national or you're a nationalist. And if you're white, holy crap, now you're like a white tribal nationalist. I mean, you get all three strikes against you. And so I don't listen to any of that crap. I just don't. I don't. I do not let people label me. When I saw that person today accuse me of treason, I was like, I now know who you are. I will have your information, and I'm going to deal with you legally. You are not going to call me out of my name like that legally. You're going to try to put some kind of a treasonous label on me? Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind accusing me of something of that nature? There's nothing treasonous about me. Never has been, never will be, God willing. So don't put that on my name. My name is washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. My name is synonymous with lawfulness. Now, I'm sure I don't get it all right because I just read something recently that was like all of us as Americans, I think we commit, 
like 10 crimes a day that we're not even aware of, right? Something like that. But, uh uh-uh, you know, I don't run around scared and trying to cross every T and dot every I, you know, I just, I just live according to what I know I'm supposed to live by. And I don't always get it right. But I am not going to let you call me out of my name like that. I've been called a racist, a bigot. I, I mean, you name it, my own family and I have gone to blows over stuff like this. My name matters, and so does yours. So stop letting people talk about you, call you things out of your name. Don't receive it. You don't have to get online and throw down with them, but just don't receive it. If that's not, that's not who you are, that's not who you are. You are who God says you are. You are who, y'all hate on Joel Osteen, boy. But I tell you what, the way that man starts every one of his sermons, every one of his church services, and I just found out the other day that you only hear like 10% of it. The other 90% is apparently pretty meaty. I don't know. I've never been to his church. But you guys think he is the anti-Christ, right? But the way he starts out that that show of his, I, this Bible is the word of God. It is would it be? It I I is who it says I is. All that, right? And we say Amen at the end of that. Well, that's what I'm telling you. Whatever God says about you, listen to that beautiful song by Lauren Daigle, right? It's like I am who you say I am. I am loved when I feel nothing. You see me when I feel insignificant. I mean, just Watch things that that encourage your spirit. Hang around people that respect you and speak life over you. Be around people. Ask for help. Gosh, if you're depressed, if you can't buy groceries, if you don't know how you're going to pay for stuff, make a list of folks. You may be rejected. It's okay. God's going to provide. And it'll probably come in some weird wackadoo way that you never even imagined. So you know why? You know why that happens? So you know that you know you know that it was God. So the next time something happens, Israel, and you've been walking around that next mountain, murmuring and complaining and wanting fish and veal and escargot because manna wasn't enough, you know, You'll know, hey, God provided the last time. What am I tripped out about? Please surround yourself with sane, happy, jovial, uh, reality-based human beings that can support you on a number of different levels. Your spouses are are weighed down. Your kids It's heavy. It's heavy over this country right now, over the planet, over the earth. It is heavy. All eyes are on us as well. So I cannot encourage you enough. Create the communities around you that you need, not just to survive, but to thrive. So here you go. Someone just messaged me and said, my son who is serving in the army filed a religious exemption due to it not being kosher. And here's what he was told the process is. First, it goes to his chaplain, then the base medical officer, then his base commander, then the surgeon general, then the DOD to be put in his file. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) listen, if you don't know by now, (laughs) that there is legitimately a plan 
And I don't know about the Q's plan and the XYZ plan. I don't know about all that. I keep telling you all that. But I do know this. There is, in my humble opinion, there is a plan. And how do I know that? Because I have eyes to see and ears to hear. And all, I, all you got to do is turn on any little news outlet you want to or read it. And you can see clearly there's a there's a coordinated effort going on right now globally. <laughs> globally, not just here. Uh, to take out liberty. How about that? To wipe liberty off the face of the planet. And my prayer is that God moves swiftly, swiftly in this realm from his throne room, that he moves swiftly to unseat according to his purposes to unseat the wickedness in high places that attempt to rule us down here on this earth. In the name of Jesus, that is how I pray. That is what I declare. Amen and amen. I hope you guys have a good night. Be back tomorrow with Angela Stanton King. She will be on with me talking about this wonderful, wonderful movement that she's a part of right now. She's actually spearheading force to be reckoned with, man. She's an amazing sister of God. She's got a lot to offer the world. I love you guys. Be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.